this on? You see, it doesn't matter whether I'm 35, 45, or 105. Goldberg will always be Goldberg. everyone, welcome to another episode of What's Wrong With Wrestling. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Eric Slamilton-Hamilton. So one of the biggest complaints from our fans lately mm-hmm. has been the overuse of the now-retired Kyrie Sane button. That's right. So, should I push it? or uh, I, uh, I can't, no, right? No, 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 no. Not allowed. But look, the thing is, it's not our fault. Because the exact same thing is going to happen with the Kofi rematch button. That's true. Because every single... Week. It's yeah. rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. Yeah. We have now seen Mustafa Ali and <laughs> what's what other, other Mustafa Ali <laughs> versus T Bar and Mace three weeks in a row. Yeah. Three weeks in a row. Yeah. I think every match on Raw was a rematch in some like some sort of fashion. Yeah. You know? What it's ridiculous. Wh- what what is going on here? Raw was garbage. SmackDown wasn't far from it. <laughs> SmackDown at least had Edge and Rollins. Yeah, Finn Balor did you know <clears throat> Finn Balor stuff? Yeah, like uh, Raw was just. I mean, Raw had Orton, and that that stuff was you know pretty good. But like Lashley, everything who else. had been on fire lately gave like a terrible promo. He did. Like yes. I was like I felt bad for him afterwards. I'm like, yeah. man, <laughs> I can't even say that you tried here, guy. <laughs> Like, man. Maybe he knows he's losing at SummerSlam, so he's just, like, giving up. Right. He's like, man, fuck it. I don't yeah. even care. Right. I'm going to lose to a 73-year-old man <laughs> in front of a crowd at a stadium. Dude, that could be it. Now I'm, like, thinking maybe I should pick Goldberg. I know, right? For SummerSlam. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so, like, down. Right now I really want to make the uh, the shirt that says, arrive, get undeserved title shot, leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, hug my son, hug my bare chested <laughs> son. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, man. It's so not, uh, it's not good. Yeah. Is there anything else we can talk about besides wrestling? Uh, Do you see Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad? Yeah, I did. I didn't see it yet. Oh, okay. Um, well, we can't talk about that. I'm hopefully going to see it this week. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. Um, So look, you know... I mean, it's James Gunn, right? It's James Gunn. He did Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. He's great. The thing is, like, the way I feel like his approach to movies is, here's a playlist I've been listening to. I'm going to make a fucking movie around it. (laughs) Because the soundtrack's so good. Yeah. Like, even, even like, in the the opening song, like, Mm -hmm. the beginning song, the first song that they play... Yeah. ...is... uh, I think it's called uh, Friends Who've Died or something. Uh-huh. But like the way that the, the whole scene is set up and everything, it, it was just, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, the characters are actually rememberable. Mm-hmm. Like you actually feel for them. Right. Like uh, Polka like, Dot Man, uh-huh. by far my favorite. Oh, yeah. And like even James Gunn said, he's like, look, I wanted to take this character who's regarded as like one of the dumbest characters in dc and actually give him a soul and give him a story yeah and that's what he did he like like i was like because i didn't care about most of the characters in the first suicide no, squad none of them right i'm like eh, eh, eh. yeah but like he turned like every character into like someone you're like 
wow, I really like this character. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought Polka Dot Man kind of stole the show. <laughs> and he's been in like so many movies. Like he was the actor an, that plays him? Yeah. He okay. was in Ant Man. I don't know who you're talking about, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, he was, um, he was in who. the dark, one of the Dark Knight ones. Was it maybe oh. Batman Begin? No, uh, Dark Knight. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's the one where Harvey Dent kidnaps him. He's yes. one of the Jokers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was really cool. I definitely recommend it. Definitely yeah, I can't wait to see it. it. I hated the first one. Oh, yeah. It so was, bad. It was fucking awful. Right. I recently watched someone on YouTube do a review of the first one, and it just, yeah, reminds you how incredibly bad that movie is. Right. He's like, the, the woman hires... The woman puts together a suicide squad without a mission, like without a mission ready. She's just like, we need to be prepared. And then the first mission is them rescuing her from a building. It's like, right. this is why you put them together so that you could be rescued in a week. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Like, uh, who's the director? David Ayer? Yeah. He, uh, he like, took to fucking Twitter and he's like... He's like, well you, well, you guys got the Snyder cut. You need the the, the air right. cut yeah. of, of of Suicide Squad. It's a completely different movie. And I'm right. like, all right, well, if it happens, maybe. We'll, but it's going to we'll be, be the judge, you yeah. know? Maybe, but is it going to be better than you know the new one? Which there's no way they're going to release that cut when the new one's out and everyone loves it, right? You know, there's, for, for serious, there's no point. Like if this one bombed, yeah. like everyone's like, oh, this is shit. Then right. maybe they would. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't do well in theaters though. Like, it's funny because Black Widow and Fast and Furious Nine. I think Fast and Furious Nine did seventy five million, right? And then Black Widow did like sixty something million or something like that. Yeah, and then Suicide Squad did twenty six million, right? But like, but but the COVID numbers are going up, so that's not that, helping. That true, and it's rated R, right? It's rated R, yeah, and. Why am I going to go pay to see it in a theater when I literally watched it at home? Oh, you did, right. On Thursday right. night when yeah. it dropped. Yeah, that's true. Cause you know? it, yeah. Because there, there was... Black, that's true. Black Widow, you still had to pay 30 bucks for in Disney+, Plus, but if you, already yeah. are, if you already have HBO Max, it's free. It's free. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That does. You know what also sucks? That's going to make them not... Because Venom 2 is currently not rated. They're not saying what they're going to rate it. Uh-huh. But because Suicide Squad was rated R and it didn't do well in theaters, obviously a lot to do because of HBO Max, that's going to be like, oh, well, we better make it PG-13 right. with Carnage. Yeah. Like, Carnage is not a PG-13 no, villain. No. He is the most R-rated villain. I feel like Paul Heyman. Right. He is the most <laughs> non-PG villain in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. For sure. For sure. So... I hope they still do it, but we'll see. Like, he, he's just hell-bent on killing anything, everyone, yeah. and for no reason at all, just no. to kill him. He's just, he's just crazy. He's their Joker. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I, I love the trailer. You know, I didn't, uh, the first Venom, like, I didn't like the plot. I thought Tom Hardy was great, but other than that, like, the movie was, you know, pretty much a mess. Right. But this looks like so much fun with Tom Hardy and, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Right. Yeah. And him as Carnage just seems perfect. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's get to wrestling. We yeah, have to do it. We have to do wrestling. I'm sorry. But first, we have to thank four new patrons. Actually, oh. five, kind of. Uh, we have to thank Isaac McAllister. Okay. Roman Luna and his girlfriend, Marisol. Oh. Marisol? Wow. Yeah. Marisol? Mar- Marisol? I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Uh, Wayne Mansell and Joshua Watkins. All right. So, thank you. 
to all of you. Yes, thank you so much. Patreon.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling. $5 a month gets you everything. You can cancel anytime. You can also sign up for a year and get a discount. Yeah. So go. You're going to get a SummerSlam recap later this month. Yes, that's right. God, that's like, what, two weeks? <clears throat> yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Holy in shit. Vegas. In we Vegas. We will be in Vegas recording the podcast in Vegas. Yes. So I don't... I don't think we're going to do any sort of live show, but we'll definitely be hanging out at a few places. We can always keep everyone posted. Full show. If you're going to be out there, uh, drop us a line. Let us know. That way we can uh, keep you in the loop. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we did the hottest couple bracket. Yes. Submitted by one of our patrons. That's right. Rachel Graham. Yes. We have more of those to get to as well. We do. We do. Uh, it's like uh, the floodgates have been opened. Right. So many brackets now. So many brackets. But we do have... A, is that bracket going to be ready this month? Um, or I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Probably the next month because okay. SummerSlam is right here and it's so busy. But I mean, I, the I worst do... worst promo bracket. Yeah. Part I, two. I do have a you know, contingency plan if we need. Okay. So... What's that? Uh, SummerSlam 2002. <laughs> Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, that's 2005. Oh, 2005. My yeah, bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. SummerSlam 2002 was great. Yeah. Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> SummerSlam 2005, <laughs> where HBK magnificently, magnificently, magnificently. Thank you. I'm Josh Reese, everyone. <laughs> uh, oversold everything yeah. that Hogan did. That's right. Yeah. Because fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Who, who likes Hogan? Yeah. Crazy people. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, SmackDown starts with Sasha. Roman. Uh, no, Sasha Banks this what? week. Yeah, weird. I know. This is weird. Believe it or not. Wait, I'm sorry. SmackDown doesn't start with Roman Reigns. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown also has a CGI robot too now because the future of wrestling is robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Robo WrestleMania. Remember? Yeah. yeah totally. The, the Jetsons. Totally. WWE movie. <laughs> yeah. Big show. Blast from the past. Shows up. Oh, my God. Holy hell. Who was the main star of that movie? Big Show. Was it Big Show? No, Big Show was the villain. Who was, like, the hero of the movie? John, was it John Cena? Did, they got, like, Maybe. John Cena and Seamus. Yeah. I think Seamus right. might have been there. But yeah, that's right. The future of wrestling is robots. The yeah. Look at, ro- look at the movie Real Steel. Yeah. Clearly, that's where it's going to be. Oh, God. Yeah. So yeah, I think like Fox was like, hey, USA got a robot. <laughs> Why can't we have a robot? Hey, where's our robot? Where's our robot? <laughs> so yeah, Sasha gets to the ring. She says, I came back for my spotlight that I deserve. She laughs about attacking Bianca Belair last week. And she says, Bianca would be nothing without me. Uh, Bianca was crying before our match at WrestleMania because she was standing across from the greatest of all time. So Belair comes out and tells Sasha, you begged me to pick you after I won the Royal Rumble so that we could make history at WrestleMania. Belair gets in the ring and Sasha leaves and stands on the announce table. And Belair tells Sasha, if you want this, it's on. So then uh, Zelina Vega comes out and reminds Bianca that she already accepted her challenge. So Belair tells Sasha, I'll see you at SummerSlam. And then she tells Vega, I'll see you tonight. So that's two matches that Belair accepted. Wow. This is not difficult to understand unless you're Michael Cole. And there you see it. The Women's Championship match right here tonight on Friday Night SmackDown. 
No, 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 Bianca Belair no, and Selena Vega, Vega tonight. It's it's massive. I can't even keep it straight. Well, nonetheless, this is turning into quite the rivalry, Pat. Shut up, Michael. Yes, please. Shut up, Michael. Shut up, Michael. I don't think that gets utilized enough, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also said that Bel Air challenged Vega. No, (laughs) no, no, no. Vega challenged Bel Air. Yep, you idiot. How is he that bad? At the, he's been doing this job for 25 years he's been with WWE. I know. And he still sucks. He was also in uh, Robo WrestleMania. That's right. Rollins was in it. Yeah. Okay. Cody Rhodes was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Did we figure out who the star was? Like who the main character was? Vince McMahon? <laughs> I don't remember. Like uh, Neither do I. Oh it looks like God. Roman Reigns <clears throat> is on the poster. I don't think he was like the hero, though. Is that... Son- no, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox, yeah. Let me see. Let me look through this real quick. Oh, boy. We recapped this movie. <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, oh, George Jetson. Uh, Michael Cole. Was he the hero of the movie? No. <laughs> Bob, Alicia probably. Fox's real name is Victoria Crawford. Oh, hi. Uh, was it Seamus? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It honestly. might have been Seamus. The Usos were there. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Yeah. Ziggler. Good God. Maybe it was Big Show? I'm so confused. Big oh. Show was the villain, though. Yeah, that's right. My God. Let me look at the pictures. And right. I think okay, he was a on. face during that run. <laughs> <laughs> There's Seamus. Maybe it was Seamus. Yeah, it was Seamus. Yeah. Look, he's in all the fucking things. It was fucking Seamus. We, re- we watched this movie. We recapped it, and I don't remember anything about yeah, it. Yeah, this is before Uso Penitentiary. <laughs> yes. Oh, clearly Seamus was champion or something. Yeah. There's Vince. God. Anyways, go listen to that. I think that was the second movie we ever recapped. It could have been. The first one was The Marine, and then the second one was Robo WrestleMania. God help us all. What was I smoking? Yeah, let's watch that. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back to the show. Uh, They originally said that Vega versus Belair would be for the title that night. Uh Uh-huh. But then later in the show, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville tell Vega that it's not for the title. And she has to beat Belair first. And then she'll get a title shot against whoever wins at SummerSlam. (laughs) And it's like, I understand not giving Vega a title shot because she has... How many matches has she won since she's been back? Uh, Let's see. Three, six. Carry the two. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. She hasn't won a match. Someone said, like, she hasn't, you know, obviously she was let go and released for a while. Right. But someone said, like, her last win was, like, in September of 2020. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. And that was probably her only win. Uh, I think so. Was that when she beat Catalina? <laughs> it could have been, <laughs> actually. It could have been. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. She's got to fight Bel Air, beat her to face her again. Or Sasha, whoever. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Next up, we have Dominic Mysterio versus Jay Uso. I yeah, 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 pretty much. Rematch yeah. after rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. Backstage before the match, Ray is talking to Dominic. He's like, why did you do this? Why did you challenge him? If you lose, then we lose the momentum at SummerSlam. It's like, what? R- really? Is that how that works? That's how that works. Hmm. You can... He, like, he has no faith in his son. At all. Beating Jey Uso. Dominique, <laughs> why the fuck do you keep challenging these guys and losing? You're just a little boy. 
Dad, I'm two feet taller than you. Right. What are you talking about? Hey, people ask me if you're my son. You better settle your 11-year-old ass down. <laughs> Dad, I'm 24. Yeah. Hey, don't backtalk me, you six-year-old. When we walk in the airport together, you're wearing a mask, and people go, oh, that's cute. Your little kid has a wrestling mask yeah. on. <laughs> Dad, I carry you in a baby Bjorn. <laughs> Dad, you sit in a car seat. <laughs> Not even like a toddler, like a we baby get, car seat. We get to board the plane first because they think I have a kid. <laughs> Any passengers boarding the plane with small children make uh... Yeah. Jesus. Anyways, I guess Ray was right because Jay hit a super kick and then the splash off the top rope for the win. I mean, technically, his dad did distract him. <laughs> yes, he did. So it's kind of your dad's fault. That's true. Yeah, that so true. I can't wait to see uh, yeah. Dominic turn heel and be like, I found out Eddie is my real dad. <laughs> no, he'll just do what uh, what Ray did in Star Wars and just... You know, pick his last name. Right. I'm Dominic Guerrero. <laughs> there you go. I'm Ray Skywalker. Sure. What? Yeah. Um, oh, man, who's her parents? <laughs> oh, there are some trash bums. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so next up we have King Nakamura versus Apollo Crews in an Intercontinental Championship. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Contenders match. Fuck me. How many times has he already beaten Cruz, like, in tag team matches? Seven. And shit? Seven. At I'm least. Seven. So seven. Nakamura, this, was, this made no sense. Nakamura did, like, a yes kick, basically. Uh-huh. And goes for the pin. But Commander Aziz breaks it up for the DQ. Right. And then Nakamura throws Cruz into Aziz and then celebrates with Rick Boogs. Boobs. Boobs. Yeah, Rick Boobs. So right. I guess, so does Commander Aziz have no faith in Apollo that he can kick out of a couple kicks to the chest? Right. No. Apparently not. I mean, maybe he thought they were Brie kicks. Like uh, you know. Oh no, he he kicked him for real. Right. Kick <laughs> kick the face. I, he's concussed. <laughs> were those Brie kicks or yes kicks? <laughs> right. Or Miz kicks? I Nakamura's like, wait, hey, Brian's not here. I'll yeah. Fucking steal that move. <laughs> Exactly. It goes over well with the crowd. So I guess they'll fight at SummerSlam? Yeah, I'm sure. Will Nakamura win? In a Commander Aziz is barred from the ring match? <laughs> Commander Aziz in a cage above the ring? Oh, yeah. Commander Aziz and Rick Boogs in, a, <laughs> in the same shark cage above the ring. He's just beating the fuck out of Boogs. Everyone's <laughs> right. just watching that because like, Boogs' blood is dripping <laughs> off the cage to the mat. Like, just... <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> and like they're slipping on the blood in the ring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> it's a first blood match. You have to get your opponent in Rick Boog's blood. Yes. <laughs> you have to cover him in the blood of Rick Boog's. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Ugh. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Next up, Caleb Braxton interviews Paul Heyman backstage. And Heyman points out how ridiculous the contract signing from last week was. The Tampa Bay Schmuckineers decide to sign Tom Brady for another year for $75 million. I, Paul Heyman, come in from behind with a candlestick. I nail Tom Brady from behind. I sign my name on the contract. Do I get the $75 million? I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> Your name's on that line. Fuck Tom Brady. He doesn't yeah, need any more right. money. You, yeah. take, you do it, Paul. Yeah. Go for it, Paul. Do it. Live your dream. Live your dream. And by the way, Tom Brady's not getting $75 million for one year. 
No, that's not that's not what that's not how football works. <laughs> it's not how money works. Heyman clearly doesn't watch the NFL, <laughs> right? Yeah, not at all. So, Heyman starts to walk away, but Biggie is standing there laughing while holding the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, teasing a cash in. Right. By the way. Did you see the video of Biggie having sex with the briefcase at a house show? Yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, I guess you got one of those like drill things that cuts like the perfect hole. <laughs> I fucking right. hated that. He's making out. He's tonguing the briefcase, right? While like humping it on the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> he's fuck? gonna come cash it in, and uh, he's gonna hand it to the ref, and the ref's gonna be opening it. Like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> Is this jizz? Uh, no, it's it's pancake batter. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> Baby batter. <laughs> yeah, you pancaked yourself. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I geez. mean, like, you know, I was I was fine with Biggie winning the briefcase, but if you're gonna fuck the thing, <laughs> right? Jesus. And uh, like, he he dare doesn't do that on TV. No, no. That's ridiculous, right. man. He, look, if he's gonna cash it in, and he, he wants us to believe he can, he needs to get. A tad more serious yeah. about it. Yeah. Don't maybe he's not. Maybe he's not gonna Hey, don't be fucking other briefcases. <laughs> you know? Cause like it, I can't see him successfully cashing in on Roman. No. I c I, I can't see it. I can't I can't see them letting him do that. Right. Unless like after losing at SummerSlam, John Cena snaps Roman's neck. <laughs> I mean, hey, cross your fingers. Um, yeah, that, that's and then he shoots the Usos <laughs> with the peacemaker guns. Yeah, I could see him cashing in on Lashley if Lashley beats Goldberg. Yeah, can you put that on the score sheet? Does John Cena walk in dressed as peacemaker? Yes, that'd be yeah. Because <laughs> right. he's been going everywhere dressed as peacemaker. He has. Yeah. So yeah, moving on, we have Tamina versus Tegan Knox. Uh, this is. Basically a rematch because they've been uh, fighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know what? We've pushed the button. There wasn't much. a there wasn't a tag partner for Tamina. So no, she comes out with both belts. Why is she still right? Why why? I'm the tag team champion. I guess they're hoping Natalia is going to be back for SummerSlam because they said it was going to be a few weeks. I guess. And I guess Shotzi and Knox will beat them at SummerSlam. It feels like almost every title. Well, not the Universal. <clears throat> but uh, certainly a lot of titles could be changing hands at SummerSlam. Right. But yeah, Knox got her first name back. They called her Tegan Knox. I was very happy about that because Knox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're Knox mentioned Knox that again. from the first Batman film? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With Michael Keaton? Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, Shotzi's still Shotzi. Uh, she was sitting in the tank at ringside. Tamina sets up for the Samoan drop, but then Shotzi shoots her missile at Tamina... And that distraction allows Knox to win with a roll up. Oh, shit. I am unprepared. <laughs> roll so, up. So, how is that not a DQ? Right. You shot a missile. Now, granted, it was like a stupid Nerf gun thing. Right. But you still shot it at her. Yeah. It almost hit her. And the ref just like, cool. What else? What else you got? <laughs> What, it's have, a fucking nerf thing. What else you got? Do you have anything I can play with? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ride in the tank? Yeah. Yeah. So no, no, no DQ there. Knox nope. gets the win with yeah, a fucking sure. roll up. Sure. That's one. Yep. Next up, we have an in-ring promo from Edge. Edge. Edge says, uh, Seth Rollins isn't here tonight, and that's probably a good thing because of what I'll do to him. I'd end up in jail. Cool. 
He also says, when I look at Seth, it's like I'm looking at my past self. Yeah. And then Rollins appears on the big screen via satellite and says, if the ultimate opportunist was half the man that the architect is, he would know that you always have a plan B. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, that was good. Because a throwback to when the shield broke up. Right. Edge says, oh, yeah, I have a plan B. You and I one-on-one for the first time ever at SummerSlam. Rollins says, I'll think about it, but maybe you should think about it. You know what it's like to have my boot on the back of your neck. It's good. What's going to happen when I stomp your neck that's been fused not once, not twice, but three times? Mm. That was good. And then Edge tells Rollins, uh, if you remember, I helped eliminate you in the 2020 Royal Rumble, and I eliminated you in the 2021 Royal Rumble. And uh, here's the rest. You didn't finish the job in 2014 when you had the chance, and now it's biting you in the ass. You don't get to spin the narrative here, pal. This isn't about... You're damn right I do, because what really bothers you about me is you know you're trying to walk in my footsteps, but you can't fill them. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, you're just edge light, kid. Aw, shit! I'm not a light version of you. I am better than you in every single way, and you know it. Oh, MJF. Easy, MJF. <laughs> Mommy, you want me one-on-one at SummerSlam? You're on. That was really fucking good. That was a great segment, and they finally made it official. Right. So, yeah. They were both really great in this segment. So, and that's the match to look forward to. You know, if you think about it, like Edge always called himself the ultimate opportunist. Opportunist for a long time, he had the best cash in. You know, yeah. John Cena survives the elimination chamber match. Yep. Edge comes out, beats a bloody Cena, but Seth cashing in mid main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, JR, JR, JBL still said it best, you know, heist of the century. Um, was that, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, JBL, JBL, right? Yeah. JBL said, oh, heist. You, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I thought you said JR. I did say, R, then oh, say yeah, JR, yeah. then I went back. Yeah. That was, I mean, was great. cause also cause he saved, like no one wanted to see Lesnar reigns. No. Even so though like, we would oh, see God, it the like chance. 90 more times <laughs> yeah. in the coming year. Oh God. The ch- it's going to end with a champion that no one wants either way. And then Seth comes and saves WrestleMania Fucking as the heel, <laughs> the biggest baby face <laughs> moment of all time. <laughs> right. Got a louder pop than anyone that night. Yeah. Yeah. So, great segment. Can't wait to see. It won't even matter who wins this match. No. Because it'll be great. It will. Yeah. Next up, we have the Street Profits versus Rude and Ziggler. Rematch after rematch you can't after not hit rematch the this after time. rematch yeah. after rematch. They showed, before this match, they showed footage uh-huh. from a match that these two had, these two tag teams had. Yeah. In January. Hey, remember in January yeah. when these guys fought? Yeah. No. No, I fucking don't. Oh, oh, okay. Well, here's them fighting again in January. <laughs> right. And then again a couple more times in February. Then March a few more times. And, and then one of them got injured and had to go <laughs> away for a little bit. Yeah. Now they're back. Yikes. Where's, what, I thought they were feuding with Chad Gable and Otis. Where are they? <laughs> Where in the world? <laughs> right. The seriously. So, yeah, anyways, Dawkins hits Ziggler with a spine buster and Ford hits the frog splash for the win. Who cares? 
We've seen this one million times. One million times. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Zelina Vega versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. Sasha comes out mid-match, which distracts Belair, and Vega hits her Hurricane Rana off the apron, which is the best thing she does. Yeah. But, of course... doesn't do anything to help her cause. Right. But Belair hits the KOD for the win, so Vega does not get a title shot. Nope. After surprise, surprise. And that's it. It's like, there's Vega, there's Carmella. Mm-hmm. Like singles wrestlers, that's it. it's like that's it, that's it's it's the four of them. Yeah, Natalia and Tamina are a tag team. Shotzi and Knox are a tag team. Uh huh. Like this this feud with Sasha has to go on for a few more months because right. there's no one else. Right, and it can't be Vega because she's never won a match. I mean, Mia Yim just chilling. Yeah, just that's chilling. right. <laughs> that's right. She has yet to. Come. I mean, we haven't even seen video packages for her yet no like to show us this is me because they're not going to be like oh former person of reckoning no they're going to be like they're going to show video packages of her in nxt of course maybe if she's not released but right well yeah they're certainly not doing anything with her yeah so yeah next up we have finn balor versus baron corbin backstage before the match balor tells kayla when i'm done with corbin i've got a bone to pick with john cena also backstage, Heyman tells Roman Reigns that Balor versus Corbin is next. And Reigns says, I'm interested. So they get in the ring. Corbin apologizes to Balor, but Balor says apology not accepted and punches him to start the match. Balor wins with the coup de grace, and then he cuts a promo after the match. And this was really good. Three years ago, what happened last week, I would have smiled and accepted it. But that Finn is dead. This Finn isn't smiling. Yes, no more smiles. Praise Jesus. Wants to face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And if I have to go through John Cena to do it, then that's what I'm willing to do. This Finn's not smiling. God bless America. This Finn's not smiling. Four words we've been waiting to hear <laughs> on the main roster. Uh, y- yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Thank God. So Reigns and Heyman come out to the ring, and Roman tells Finn, I tried to give you an opportunity, so when you come out here on my show, keep the head of the table's name out your mouth. And he throws the mic at Balor and turns his back on him. So Balor pushes him out of the ring and gives him the finger guns. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Uh, and then uh, the Usos attack Balor from behind, but Balor fights back, throws him out of the ring, and then he does his dive over the ropes. So Reigns gets back in the ring. Balor hits a sling blade, but then the Usos get back in the ring and attack Balor. Reigns hits a Superman punch. Jay hits a splash off the top, and then Reigns locks in the guillotine choke, and Balor taps. So <clears throat> no John Cena on SmackDown that no. week. Uh-uh. So Finn's just kind of like the sacrificial lamb to have interaction with Roman Reigns since Cena's not there. Right. And I guess he, like, is he going to fight Roman, like, the week before SummerSlam or the, the Friday before SummerSlam? I mean, SummerSlam? The, you, you can still build this up to he gets the next right. title shot at the next pay-per-view. Yeah, you could. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, when you have, when the contender's not there. Right. You have to pick someone else. It's, it's weird, weird when you have to beat up someone else because your contender isn't there. Right. I mean, exactly. It doesn't make much sense. He's backstage on Raw, turns out. Right. <laughs> Chilling. 
So, yeah, Monday Night Raw opens with the return of Randy Orton. Which, uh, you know, fuck surprises, WWE put it all over their social media. Yeah, because, you know, that's got to help ratings, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it didn't. Oh, Ooh, really? 1.7. Oh, Ooh, bummer, no. summer. It does. That's my. That's like my thing. It's like, spoiling everything on Twitter is not helping the ratings. No. So, so just let it happen organically. Just, just let it happen. Right. It's not helping. Right. I mean, come on. They also they also advertised like a few days before Raw that Charlotte Flair was going to address the WWE universe, mm. and I said, "Dear God, that's a ratings killer." Yeah. What are you thinking? Now she didn't cut a promo in the middle of the ring, so that was a pleasant surprise. But whoever nicks that from the schedule, kudos to you. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll get to her later. Uh, so Randy Orton comes out along with a new CGI snake that snaps at the camera. Ooh. That'll help ratings. Right. At least it's not the uh, the entrance ramp dick snake from <laughs> a few restaurants. The dicks, the snake sperm. Yeah, snake sperm. Yeah. Ew. Like this is not going to make your show better. These stupid no. CGI things. No. It didn't even look cool. Right. Trust me, I've seen kids there. Yeah. Like they they're only there to see their one favorite wrestler. Yeah. The rest of the time, they're fucking bored. Right. I mean, come on. That's like, eventually, they're just gonna wrestlers are just gonna come out in a gr- like a. There's gonna be a the the stage is just gonna be a giant green screen, so they could do as much CGI as possible, right? And then the wrestlers are even gonna be like in green suits, so they could CGI them too, and right. like Roman could literally fly to the ring via CGI. <laughs> right. Like there he is. It's he's just flying. like a green green suit, except for like the head. <laughs> it's like, it's just and be- there's a Roman Reigns on Optimus Prime's body. <laughs> <laughs> the the ring is all green and CG, right? So they could do these super moves. Yeah, the first three rows are just green suit people, so they can have whatever celebrity, <laughs> movie star, movie character, comic book character doesn't matter. Yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, and then going to a wrestling event will be like going to like a taping of like The Big Bang Theory, where it's a live crowd, but it's like, all right, we have to tape that again, right? Uh, and then applaud, applaud. You Forget know. what you saw. Yeah. All right, go ahead and put on your virtual goggles <laughs> and get ready for wrestling. Your 3D virtual goggles. Whoa! I oh. could have stayed at home for this. <laughs> oh, my God, look. I, I, I am Roman Reigns. Oh, God, kill me. Please kill me. <laughs> Fucking kill me. Okay, finger poke of doom. Yeah. I want to lose this title. <laughs> so... Anyways, back to reality. Orton grabs a mic and says, I guess this is where I'm supposed to say, Welcome to Monday Night Raw, Edge. And then uh, Riddle's music hits, and he scoots to the ring happier than ever. Yeah. And he says, Randy, I missed you so much, bro. Randy. But where'd you go? Where'd you go, bro? It's funny I how... you. Yeah. Like Bray's, love you, bro. Bray's thing was calling Orton Randy. Yeah. And now Riddle's thing is calling Orton Randy. Randy. <laughs> Randy. But Randy. He should have named his scooter Randy. He should have. Like Bray named his pony, pony Randy. Randy. According to us. JoJo's <laughs> pony was named Randy. <laughs> What's wrong with Randy, Randy? Yeah. <laughs> so Riddle also mentions his stepdad who went to buy milk 25 years ago but never came back. It's your stepdad. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, like, right. What? what? Who, yeah, who, who cares? Who likes their stepdad? Yeah. So Riddle also tells Randy, you're back. We can be RK bro. Orton says, what in the hell makes you think I would want to team with you again? We had a few matches. Sold some t-shirts. We both got a buzz. 
Wait, on social what? media. Oh. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. But I work better by myself, and so do you. So Riddle looks like he's about to cry. And he says, does that mean you don't want to be a team with me anymore? But Randy. But Randy. So Orton Randy. says, you and I were, past tense, were a good team. And the fans chant RK Bro. And then out comes AJ Styles and Omos. Oh. The, the tag champs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, these two guys are... You know, falling apart, breaking up. Let's go out there and put them back together so they right. can take our titles. Let's encourage them to actually be a team. That was what Sheamus and Cesaro did when Seth and Dean were f- hating each other. Yes. They came out to kick their asses, and then they teamed up, and then they fucking fisted. Yeah. And it was they were back together. And that was their fault. <laughs> that was all their fault. Yeah. So Style tells Riddle Orton has used and abused everyone he's ever known. I thought Omos breaking your scooter would hurt you. I thought Omos throwing you around like a rag doll would hurt you. But I never thought that the thing that would hurt you the most would be a broken heart by Randy Orton. I mean, kind of saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're for sure winning those tag titles. Uh, Orton, <laughs> right. Orton yells at AJ, I've been at home for the past seven weeks watching you run your mouth. The only thing bigger than your ego is that jackass right there. And he points at Omas. Ooh. Prim, prim, prim. Which he thought, so Orton, you've just been at home for seven weeks? Chilling, watching, we don't, watching TV. What's going on? Yeah. It had to have been family issues. You know? Like Orton. The fact that they're not saying anything about why he was gone. Right. He's been advertised for shows and hasn't shown up. He was advertised for last week. Oh, really? And was not there. Oh. Yeah. Some shit going down in the Orton house? I mean, you know his wife is crazy. Yeah. His wife was a ring rat. (laughs) His wife is also smoking fucking hot. She is very hot. Yeah. Yeah. Such a chrome off of a trailer hitch. That's how they uh, met. <laughs> anyway, Styles challenge. Dude, she talks about how they met. Oh, like, really? she fully admits that she was a ring rat. This was on, um, I saw a clip of it. It's on the network. Like it was, dinner for three? Or yeah, table it was a dinner for, for three? three. It was a table for three with her, Matt Hardy's ring rat wife, and someone <laughs> well, else. Well, she was actually a wrestler in TNA. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, then. I but, think it was Kurt Angle's wife. Kurt Angle's wife. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, she was talking about how she was going to shows... Just to try to hook up with, with, with Orton. Really? Yeah. Wow. She fucking fully admits it. She's like, well, you know, after like three months of stalking, <laughs> I finally hid in his hotel room and, uh, you know, fucked him in his sleep and I had his baby. Yeah. She'd go to the front row, like give him looks, and then he was like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. And I guess she fucks better Is than all the other ring rats. on your lips? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Styles challenges Orton to a match and... Randy accepts and uppercuts AJ out of the ring. Then he goes for an RKO and Omos, but Omos pushes him out of the ring. Then Riddle goes for an RKO, but Omos catches him and gives him a choke slam. Riddle rolls out of the ring and asks Orton to help him up, but Orton walks away. Later backstage, Riddle asks Orton if they could still be friends and if he could be in his corner tonight. And Orton doesn't say anything, so Riddle says, Bro, you can't be serious. And then Orton says, I am serious. And don't call me bro, Mm. Edge. I thought that was funny. Call me Slither. Yeah. Call me I thought Hawk. that was funny, you know, a reference to the movie Airplane. Right. Which, if you haven't seen it, it's one of the funniest movies ever. Mm-hmm. Don't call me Shirley. Out. Yeah. Next up, we have Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. Corbin! Interesting. Yeah. Why are you here, Corbin? I'm basically homeless. This weekend, I was staying in one of the production trucks. 
and I received a phone call from Jitter Mahal, and he's offering me a chance to turn things around. And look, I, I'm not jumping for joy at the idea of climbing in the ring with someone who can decapitate me with a giant sword, but it's risk versus reward. And I'm running out of options. What the fuck? I'm desperate. So if beating Drew McIntyre will help get me out of these financial troubles, then so be it. Sword or not. Sword or not. And if he kills me, then, you know, I don't have to fucking live this life anymore. <laughs> if he decapitates me, then... Um... Yeah, my financial troubles are over either way. Yeah. If, if I beat I mean, Drew, my wife I... is screwed, but <laughs> I'm fine. Well, she's getting screwed um, oh. by someone else. You know, you know who Corbin is? Mm. He's Andy from The Office when he got fired. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets, uh, what's his name, to buy the company back. Yeah. And he shows up as a janitor and he's <laughs> mopping the carpet. Or, Orton is Andy Bernard. Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. Orton. Yeah. So Corbin came out to his music uh-huh. for 10 seconds, and they cut it off. Yeah, that's so, all they can afford. But he must be doing better, because on SmackDown, there was no music. No music, right. This week, or on Raw, 10 seconds of his music. So Fun fact, wrestlers have to pay for their entrance music right. to be played? Yes. Oh, God, Apparently. I forgot to slip the, the production guy at 20. Right. He won't play my music now. I mean, I like this gimmick of his. It's funny, but it makes it, he's still employed. Right. By WWE. He is. Like he's, he's still, still getting, getting a paycheck. <laughs> he has a contract. I guess we're like just a guarantee in his contract. I guess we're just supposed to believe that his debt is so bad that right. even with the money he's making, right. it doesn't like, matter. Like, like, like his uh funds have just been, you know, they just go immediately yeah. to the to the bills. I mean his six thousand dollar a day habit, <clears throat> Fabergé eggs. Yeah. His bank account's <laughs> probably been frozen by the IRS. Or <laughs> right, right, yeah. Whatever. I mean, so. it, it, did you see uh, they did, like, uh, on social media, like, they followed Corbin oh, around. I'm going like to play a, that later. Okay. I'm going to play that like after Like, it was this. a documentary? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That shit was so funny. It was so fucking good. Yeah. So, um, Kevin Patrick also interviewed McIntyre before the match, and McIntyre said he doesn't feel bad for Corbin because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. He also talked about how he named his sword after his late mother. Which is a real shitty way to try to get the fans back on McIntyre's side. For sure. It's ridiculous. And his mom's watching. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, every time Corbin comes to Raw, he faces Drew McIntyre. Uh-huh. May 18th, 2020. Yeah. Corbin comes to Raw, fights Drew McIntyre with Bobby Lashley and MVP watching on the stage. Okay. April 5th, 2021. Uh-huh. Corbin fought Drew McIntyre with MVP on commentary. All right. And now, once again, Corbin comes to Raw, and he fights Drew McIntyre. His favorite opponent. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's beat me twice, so third time's a and charm, the, the right? la- in, in April, like, MVP and Lashley said, we want someone to take out McIntyre, and we'll give you money. <laughs> that was Corbin. Yeah. So even then, Corbin needed the money. I guess so. He was so. still the king then. Yeah. So every time Corbin comes to Raw, someone hires him to take see, out Drew McIntyre. See, we we give WWE, we need to give them credit <laughs> yeah. because they planted the seeds. Oh, they planted those they seeds. They let it grow into a plant. Yeah. And then they fucked the plant. Fucked the plant. They literally Yeah, they clearly knew what they were doing. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> hey, stop hiring Corbin to take out McIntyre. It right. fails every time. Every time. I thought Corey Graves defending Corbin was funny because they were talking about how he's poor, he can't shower, and... 
Graves said, uh, no one in Hollywood showers anymore. <laughs> like, oh. So many celebrities lately have come out talking about how they don't shower every day. Yeah. Someone tried to do that shit to The Rock. Yeah. And he's like, uh, saw that. fuck you. He's like, I shower three times a day. <laughs> yeah, he does. It's like, yeah, when, you, when you're at the gym 24-7, you right. better fucking shower. Cold shower, warm shower, hot shower. <laughs> like Jake Gyllenhaal said, like, he only showers once a week or whatever, and like a couple other celebrities. And then like people started just going crazy with it. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a... There was a meme of Tom Hanks, like a fake Tom Hanks quote, and he's like, I never shower. Get that water the fuck away from me or something. <laughs> or he's like, if I see water, I'll fucking kill you. Like, I, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, what's up? <clears throat> like, if anyone could take the best showers, it'd right. be celebrities. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I won the lottery, I would design a house with a like a, a shower like yes. as big as this fucking room. I could yes. just, like... Run around. Yeah. I mean... You ever stay at a nice hotel that has, like, an amazing shower, and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I you just want to live here. You stand there for 30 minutes? I just minutes. want to live in this hotel now. Right. Because of this shower. Yeah. Cry a little when you go home to your <laughs> shitty shower. It's just not the same. I have a walk-in shower, but it's, like, it's so fucking small. Like, it's nice, but it's super yeah. small. But, yeah. Anyways, uh, McIntyre sets up for the Claymore, but Corbin begs for him to stop. Drew grabs a mic and says, Corbin, you're absolutely pathetic. But I'm starting to feel bad for you. How much do you need to get by for a few days? Corbin says, $100,000. McIntyre laughs and says, how about 200000 What? How about 300000 What? And then Drew does the <laughs> countdown, three, two, one, Claymore for the win. Uh, that just makes him look like an asshole. It does. Of course I'll help you out. Yeah. After I kick you in your fucking That's face. He did the same thing to Heath Slater. Yeah. When McIntyre was a heel... Here, Heath, I'll give you some money. I know you And just fucking kills Heath Slater for yeah. future endeavor. Yeah. What an asshole. What We're an... supposed to like this guy. Yeah. Come on. Everyone, like, feels bad for Court. Like, he's, he's, he's so good doing this character that people actually like him now. Right. Yeah. So, after the match, Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky come out. But Mac, I like that. <laughs> you, you have every to say it every it. time. Yeah. Like that. It's, it's like the end of days. Yeah. Although Corbin doesn't hit the end of days anymore because he never wins. Corbin's at the end of days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if Arnold Schwarzenegger like shows up and brings him back? Right. Just because his finisher is the name of his movie from 2004. <laughs> one, of his, one of his shittiest movies. <laughs> I never even saw that one. No, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. So, yeah, Mahal and his boys come out, but then McIntyre grabs his sword and they back off. Like, that was it. Yeah. Like, they just come out. Oh, 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 oh he's, okay. got, he's still got a fucking sword. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He still has the sword. He's still willing to go to jail for murdering us. <laughs> I guess we can't attack him. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to point out former WWE writer Brian Gewertz tweeted... New idea free of, you know, he was a writer for a long time in WWE. Yes. He said, new idea free of charge. Corbin demands another loser eats dog food match, which he intentionally loses just so he can eat again. <laughs> that was fucking great. That's, that's great. That was great. <laughs> I like how he put free of charge. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, what Eric was mentioning earlier, WWE posted a TikTok video of Baron Corbin. And this is, this was 100 times better than anything on Raw. Yes. Like, put this on TV, you can listen to it, but if you're not watching it with, like, go fucking watch it. It's hilarious. Welcome to a day in my life. After hitchhiking to work, I simply tried to go in and be on time and was sent away by a security guard that I've known for years. 
sink in that I've fallen pretty low in life and it feels like people just can't see me. <laughs> I finally get into the building and oh look, I'm fined $500 that I don't have for failing dress code. So to correct this problem, I looked for help removing the stain from my shirt and all I got was a dirty look to go away. And after that, I wanted to get a bite to eat and take some home for later. Apparently, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> He's like, fuck! It's been a long day. Lucky for me, though, this money from this TikTok video, it's, it's really going to help uh, me out. Baron, we're, we're not paying you for this. I'm not getting paid for this? No. Are you kidding me? What? You've taken all this time for my day? You've embarrassed me? Whoa! Slam Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that the last part of Corbin should be on our soundboard. Like this, like this the. <laughs> uh, I, like, uh, I didn't fucking second next that. Next up, uh, Goldberg comes out. Sold. I'm fucking sold. I have to. <laughs> you have to. Maybe now. I'll finally take out Kyrie Sane since yeah. I'm not supposed to push her anymore. Right. <laughs> but like that was fucking hilarious. For real. When have you ever laughed that when was the last time you laughed that hard watching Raw or SmackDown? I know. I, I can't even think. How is that not on TV? Yeah. That just shows you that there's there's actually some good that can be done on this fucking right, show. Right, there's people who can actually make decent product. Like yeah. the guy who made this fucking TikTok. Why yeah. isn't like he a writer, why isn't he doing segments right. like this? Kudos to Corbin for being amazing in that video. Yeah. Kudos to whoever's idea was. Maybe it was Corbin's idea. Who, Could have who been. knows? Yeah. Like, that's what they, they let them do whatever they want, but it has to be on social media. It can't be on the show. Right. Yeah. You know? Like this, oh my God. It was so good. If that was on Raw this week, that would easily be the best moment. It would have. Yeah. And Baron Corbin would get best acting. He would. <laughs> he like, definitely would. It was amazing. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. Best comment would have been like, that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows that they, they could still do something good. Yeah. And that was fan-fucking-tastic. Right. That was so fucking good. But it wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. So it doesn't count. Yeah. But to Vince, Vince saw and he's like, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. I was crickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To him, it was crickets because yeah. he's a fucking idiot. Right. What a piece of shit. Anyways, next up we have Jeff Hardy versus Karrion Cross. Rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. Uh, Welcome Jeff, back from yeah, COVID. Jeff, Jeff came out to his old theme song, No More COVID. Uh, Cor- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no more words, sorry, no more words. Uh, Cross cut a backstage promo holding the lamest looking hourglass. Mm. It looks like they fucking just got it at Toys R Us. Yeah, right. After, like when they were going out of business, Toys R Us is like, uh, this is all we have left. Oh, this hourglass. <laughs> like the, the one they had on NXT was like fucking a badass looking one. Yeah. And hourglasses are not badass right. looking, but it was like, oh, that's cool. Like if in medieval times, like some evil genius kidnapped your damsel. Yeah. Like that's the hourglass he'd have. Right. You have one hour. <laughs> like, why, I don't, what, why can't you get the one they used on NXT? Right. 
Next week, they're just going to get the one out of like fucking like Scrabble or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> like this big. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, this thing only has three <clears throat> seconds. <laughs> it's like a plastic fucking. If he dropped it, it would just. That would be it. That's yeah. your that's your hourglass. That's the sound effect it would make. That's the sound effect. Good God. Anyways, uh, Hardy hits a splash off the second rope, and Jimmy Smith yelled, That's gotta be it! Mm, clearly, he's never seen a Jeff Hardy match. He thought that was Jeff's finisher. He got confused. Yeah. He thought that was the swanton. Cross gives Jeff uh, Saito a suplex, then makes him tap to the cross jacket. And then after the match, Cross gives Jeff another suplex and locks in the cross jacket again. Establishing dominance, finally. Dominance. So he's two for two. Yeah. On Raw. Yeah. Batting 500. 500, yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop mm. with Eva Marie ringside and Lily sitting on the turnbuckle. Mm. And if you're thinking, oh, God, not this. Yes. Just wait. This. Yes. Uh, we want Wyatt Chance to start the match. Of course. Like, it just feels weird to do this now. It does. With Bray Wyatt gone. Right. He's going to be on AEW in... Uh, what, 80 days? How long has it been since he was fired? Yeah, about 80 days, yeah. 80-something days. And she's still going to be doing the Fiend gimmick? Yeah. With uh, with Ray Bryant on AEW Dynamite? <laughs> Ray Bryant. <laughs> like, can we just get the goddess back? Please. And stop doing magical dolls? Yeah. Good God. So Dewdrop goes for a senton, but Alexa moved, and Jimmy Smith said, in the sneakiness game, there's no comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, huh? You know, they've been, you know what's hilarious is these matches are all sponsored by, when they show replays, the sponsor shows WWE 2K22. There's not a trailer for it. No. There's literally no news about the game. Right. Yet it's a sponsor. Like, what the fuck? You're going to get the game, and half the roster isn't even going to be on television anymore it's <laughs> not right. even with the company yeah seriously they've let go of so There's many freaking like people 30 wrestlers to select right <laughs> i mean um, all the money they spent like oh we got bray Wyatt, we got the fiend he looks great for the game yeah oh what oh he's done you you did you oh, fired okay. why no one's gonna buy this fucking game no the last one was so bad that they had to take a year off yeah they had to come out with a WWE Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Yeah. Battleground or yeah. I finally played that because it was free on the PlayStation Network oh, for, for like PlayStation Plus. PlayStation members. Plus. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's trash. It's fucking trash. But but you can throw people to an alligator. Yeah, great. <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? Anyways, I mentioned the game because uh, I heard that in WWE 2K22, uh, sneakiness is going to be an attribute, and Alexa's is going to be 100. Oh, wow. 100 sneakiness points. Wow. So yeah. much Skyrim. It's going to be crazy. Um, Jesus. Yeah, Jimmy Smith is, seems like he's turning into Michael Cole now. Yeah. You know, like, it's funny, like, you, have you played, like, Skyrim or, like, Fallout, stuff like that? I played games like those. Yeah. Well, like, there was, uh, like, in Skyrim, like, my, I did my character all sneakiness. Uh-huh. Like, pick, pickpocketing, sneakiness. I was so good. I could steal clothes off of a person without them noticing. <laughs> like, they'd just be walking and be like, wasn't I wearing pants? <laughs> oh, I'm naked. My, no. My no. dick's out? All right. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Anyways, Alexa goes after Eva Marie, but Dewdrop saves her. Dewdrop starts dominating 
But then she taunts Lily. Yeah. She taunts the doll. A doll. Then they cut to a hey, close-up. Hey, champ action figure. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a little man of plastic. Fuck you. And then he's just like... <laughs> and then I shit my <laughs> pants. Right. <laughs> but no, they cut to a close-up of Lily. Uh-huh. And she winks. Let me say that again. Lily the doll winks. Stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Roman Reigns, what'd you think? I don't watch Roman. Yeah, of course. Why would you? How did I forget? So Dewdrop freaks out, and then Alexa gets the win with a roll up. Yep, there it is. Oh, roll up. How evil. I know. How sinister. Imagine the fiend winning with a roll-up. Yeah. That's what she's doing. Right. And she's the face because even Marie's a heel. Mm-hmm. Dewdrop's with her, so she's a heel. So heel by proxy. Alexa's the face with an evil doll, and she wins with roll-ups. Yes. Got it. Wrestling science. Wrestling science. Oh, Vince, you stupid fuck. Vince yeah. loved it, though. Yeah. This is such good shit. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of... Good shit, yeah. In news and rumors, oh about man, Vince being a fuck, yeah, yeah. She should just instead of Lily the doll, just have the Vince puppet with her, right? Sure, and why not? He could just say, "This is such good shit. This is such good shit. Come to my playground." <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have uh, Sheamus versus Ricochet. Rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. Looked like I was sucking the microphone's dick. Um, oh yeah. Backstage before the match, Sheamus confronted John Morrison for costing him his match against Damian Priest last week, even though it wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh, Morrison holds up the drip stick and tells Miz he's hurting for a squirting. Fuck you. 40-year-old virgin reference. Ho. For the show. show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sheamus warns Morrison, you better get the job done against Priest tonight or else you're in for a hell of a drought. Uh, as for the match, Ricochet hit a springboard crossbody to Sheamus on the outside, and they landed on the announce table. That was very impressive. Uh-huh. Uh, Ricochet also hit a beautiful lion salt that Sheamus kicked out of. Of course. And they didn't call it a lion salt because oh. Chris Jericho. Corey Graves called it something else I've never heard <laughs> yeah. of that before. So, yeah. But it's not a lion salt. And then, uh, of course, Sheamus wins with a bro kick. Yeah. After the match, Damian Priest comes out and gets in Sheamus's face. Sheamus acts like he's leaving, but then he tries to attack him, and Priest throws him out of the ring. You missed the part, or you left out the part where uh, Ricochet jumps off the top rope to mm-hmm. do a fucking headbutt to a metal mask yeah, and knocks himself guy. out. <laughs> smart guy. Like a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Damien Priest versus John Morrison. After rematch, after rematch, yeah. after rematch, after Drip. rematch. With wheelchair Miz ringside. Uh-huh. Priest sets up for the reckoning, but Miz squirts him with the dripstick. Uh, squirt, squirt. And for the first time since they've been doing this, Priest no-sells it because it's just water. Yes. Every single time before this, and they're like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> right. Like they act like they're getting, I'm waterboarded. Yeah, they act like they're getting waterboarded. This time he squirts Priest, and Priest is like, oh, yeah, thanks. I was hot. Yeah, he's Boom! like, that's refreshing, actually. Yeah, he has the you. reckoning for the win. After the match, Priest squirts on Morrison, and then he grabs Miz's tie. Miz pushes Priest, stands up, and to then no runs. One's, to no one's shock. Right. 
He runs to the back, proving that he's no longer injured. Yeah. So now I'm curious, was Miz ever injured? Or did they just come up with this whole thing for months, like ever since the zombie... Remember, he had the zombie match. Yeah, he and ever got since the zombie match, by zombies. The reports, all the dirt sheets said he tore his ACL. Right. So they were wrong. But he never had his knee wrapped or a no. brace or anything. Right. So they were all wrong. We all got worked by the zombies. <laughs> God. It's when you can't feel any fucking dumber as a wrestling fan. And they do shit like this. Yeah. So after the match, Priest calls out Sheamus. And Sheamus appears on the stage. Priest, like, they were just interacted yeah. before this match. Right. Priest calls Sheamus a bully, and he's like, oh, I've been dealing with bullies my whole life. Okay, Braun Strowman, you're 6'7". Yeah. You've not been dealing with bullies. Your, your fucking name in the indies was Punishment Martinez. <laughs> yeah. Who was bullying you? Right. You were the bully. Yeah. I think we very much know you I've were the bully. I've dealt with bullies my whole life, because frankly, I was one. Just like Braun Strowman, <laughs> seven foot tall. Yeah. Oh, uh, people bully me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumb Andre the Giant had bullies too. Yeah. And then he would sit on them. Uh huh. And then they would no longer While be While drinking alive. a barrel of beer. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, he, he challenges Sheamus to, for the United States Championship at SummerSlam. And yep. Sheamus accepts. And then Priest gives Morrison a brogue kick. Yeah. Proving, look, I could do this kick. I could do that move you do. I could do that easy kick that anyone yeah. can do. And uh, Frankie Monet stormed out of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did. Oh, God. That was so fucking amazing. We should have recorded that. I know. Next up, we have Mustafa Ali versus D-Bar. Rematch after yeah. rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. With Mason Mansoor ringside. Mansour. Also, Mansoor got Ali a new jacket to apologize for last week, but Ali tells him not to apologize, but to learn from his mistakes. Uh, T-Bar gives Ali a choke slam, backbreaker, and goes for the pin. Ali gets his foot on the rope, and Mansoor tells the ref... And then Man- uh, Mace takes out Mansoor and yells, snitches get stitches. Ali gave T-Bar a cool DDT and got on the top rope. And Jimmy Smith said, could we see the coup de gras right here? <laughs> we could if Finn Balor was out. <laughs> now, look, I know the definition of coup de gras is like final blow to an opponent. So right. technically everyone has a coup de gras. But when a wrestler's... Finishing name is the coup de gras. Yeah. You can't call everyone else the right. coup de gras. Like how when you had a wrestler named Reckoning <laughs> and Damian Priest couldn't use that name for yeah. his move. Hit the lights. He hit hit the lights. <laughs> he hit him with the hit the lights. Yeah. <laughs> right. Come on. So uh, T-Bar grabs Ali off the top rope and then uh, hits Dominic. I thought this is weird. T-Bar grabbed Ali off the top rope and then he hit... Dominic Dijakovic's finisher for the win. Yeah. That, you know, da- Dijakovic, the guy from NXT. Like uh, Feast Your Eyes. <clears throat> Feast Your Eyes? Yeah. Yeah, that was so weird. I know, right? Why is he hitting Dijakovic's finisher? So... We haven't seen Dijakovic no. in a while. Did he get future endeavored? Maybe he did. Hmm, yeah. man. Maybe, you know, ever since Retribution showed up, we never right. saw Dijakovic again. You know, I Maybe bet... they killed him. Maybe they did. I bet Fuck. they could repackage T-Bar in his old gear. Yeah? And he'd look just like him. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little bit shorter. I think they did that before with like a dentist wrestler. Oh, crazy. And then he became someone else. Yeah. The terrorizer. Yeah, I think that's the first time we've seen Dijakovic slash T-Bar. Or I think that's the first time we've seen T-Bar hit that move. Yes. Pretty sure. Feast your eyes. So maybe... 
Gosh, I miss Dijakovic. I know. He was pretty good. He really was. He looked like Gronkowski, but he could wrestle. I know, right? He had great matches with Keith Lee. Oh, God. Those matches were awesome. They were. <clears throat> and they were like for the North American Championship. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Reggie is doing a photo shoot. Ah. When Akira Tozawa, dressed as a delivery man, throws some boxes at Reggie and rolls him up, then our truth dressed as a janitor... Breaks up the pin... Like an idiot. ...by throwing toilet paper. He broke up the pin with toilet paper. Hey, whatever works, huh? Yeah. Because I was like, must, oh! It must have been single ply. Because <laughs> that shit hurts. Because I was like, oh, God, no. And then uh, Reggie does some flips to get away, and R-Truth yells, he's on Xbox mode. They were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Yeah. What is that? What? <laughs> Xbox mode. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for that, guys. Next up, we have... That, that was on Raw over Corbin's TikTok. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Right. Jesus. Come on. Next up, we have an in-ring promo from Bobby Lashley, an MVP, with uh, piped-in fake cheers for Goldberg. Because no one's fucking chanting for that old piece of shit. MVP says if Goldberg shows up to SummerSlam, his career is over. If only that were true. I can't wait to start so many anti-Goldberg chants <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, MVP says getting a spear from Goldberg is like being hit by a Mack truck. The only thing more devastating than a spear from Goldberg is a spear from the Almighty. Then MVP addresses Goldberg's son, Gage, saying after SummerSlam, you and your dad can have all the father-son time you want. And then Lashley addresses Goldberg, saying do not let your son watch SummerSlam. Because that's SummerSlam, Bill, you're not next. You're done. That line's not bad. Yeah. But it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> not in the slightest. God damn Far it. from it. <clears throat> what a shame. Uh, next up, we have uh, Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash. Rematch yeah. after rematch. All right. Uh, they, by the way, they still don't have fireworks for when Rhea Ripley does her foot stomp during her entrance. Boo Ernst. And I'm very upset about that. Yeah. Because that is a perfect moment to have fireworks. Right, it is. They have the fate, they have like the noise as if there would be fireworks. Right, but no fireworks. The concussion sound effect, but then there's nothing there. It's like, that's the perfect fucking moment in an entrance to have Mm -hmm. fireworks. Yeah. Put some fireworks there. Uh, Nikki gets on the top rope. This match is like seven minutes long. And then Charlotte Flair appears and pushes Nikki off for the DQ. I bet my mortgage that Charlotte Flair would uh, interrupt this match. Yeah. So, yeah, now I'm living free in my house. It's That's great. awesome. Yeah. Living the dream. <clears throat> living the dream. Charlotte takes out both women and holds up the belt. And then backstage, Sarah Schreiber asks Charlotte, why did you attack them? She's never been the brightest. Um, no. Yeah. You know, she's fighting both of them at SummerSlam. <laughs> right. She's you literally idiot. their opponent in two weeks. Why would you attack Nikki and Rhea? Don't you want a fair match in two weeks? Why would you do that? Charlotte, please tell me. Charlotte, why'd you do please that? Please tell me. What's, what's, a, what's a wrestle? Sarah, please, please stop are you, sticking the microphone in my eye. Are you a wrestling wrestler? <laughs> yeah. Good God. Uh, Charlotte responded, but I tuned her out. Who cares? Yeah. Next up, we have a video from Elias outside somewhere. Uh, what? Uh, maybe bottom right? How dare you, sir? 
Who are you? No, we just haven't used it all show, so. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, so outside somewhere, Elias tosses his guitar into a fire pit. And then a voiceover of him says, WWE stood for walk with Elias, but Elias is dead. Wow. Yeah. So... WWE tweeted this and said, what's next for Elias? And I retweeted and said, a phone call from Johnny Ace? Like, what else? Got him! What else? <laughs> There's, uh... Are they finally, like, at least, like, at least they're going to close the chapter before they release someone? Like, yes. we're actually going to, you know, we're going to finish this story out. Yeah. And then you'll be released. Yeah. Uh, on the, uh, the Facebook page, I don't know why internet's so slow. But uh, Aaron Garcia posted, it was something like NXT starter kit or something. Uh-huh. And it's like photo with, uh, or performance center t-shirt, photo with Triple H pointing at you, <laughs> name change, and then future endeavor. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's about right. Yeah. Uh, finally, for the main event, we have Randy Orton versus rematch after, rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. Every like three months they do this match. Yeah. And they act like it's the first time they've ever fought. Right. Even though they fought at WrestleMania. You know. Right. Whatever. They're at, le- at least they're good together. Orton sets up for the RKO, but Omos pulls AJ to the corner. No DQ for some reason. Sure. Riddle runs out, pushes Omos into the ring post, and then jumps on his back. And then Omos backs him into the other ring post. Styles goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Orton counters with an RKO for the win. It's fucking great. After the match, Riddle asks Randy for a hug and tells him to listen to the people. Orton gives Riddle a hug, the crowd cheers, and then Orton hits Riddle with an RKO. Ah, of course. got him. <laughs> and this wasn't an Orton turning heel moment. No. It was just like, oh, I'm kind of mad at you, but you're still my guy. Right, because then he like pinched his cheek and yeah. stroked his hair And then commentary even laughed it off like, yeah. oh, Randy. Oh, that Randy, that son of a bitch. And then Byron Saxon, right after the RKO, says, I think they're back together. <laughs> What yep, a- that was it. Yep. We're back together. Yep. So after Raw went off the air, John Cena came out and had a three-way hug with Orton and Riddle. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So. Where did that go? RK bro. You can't, you can't see You me? can't see that, can't RK bro. You can't see me, RK bro? I don't know. And then he teamed with Damian Priest to beat Jinder Mahal and Veer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not even Shanky. Okay. Shanky, you stay right there, Shanky. Shanky. You stay. Like, why not all three of them? Come yeah. on. It's John Cena. Please. Right. How many times has he beaten Jinder Mahal? Like a thousand. <laughs> so, yeah, John Cena's out raw, not on the show, not on SmackDown. Strange. Yeah, so weird. They're paying him to be there just for the five-minute dark match. Yeah, send the crowd home happy. Yeah, sure, that'll do it. All right, it's time for awards. Who was your worst dressed? Worst dressed was uh, Seth Rollins. I just yeah, I can't stand uh, those butterflies on a suit? pink butterflies on a green suit. <laughs> yeah, you schmuck. I had Nikki Ash. I'm still not down with the superhero bullshit. I got it. Best dressed Zelina Vega in street clothes. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. I'll Here. also take Zelina Vega in her ring gear. I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> Almost a sweep it? Basically a Basically, sweep it. It's a sweep it. It's a sweep it. Worst acting. Uh, Lily the doll. Wink. Dear God. <laughs> Wink. I'll allow that, yeah. I'm taking Jimmy Smith. Yeah. 
I uh, noticed him way too much, uh-huh. saying a lot of stupid shit. Best acting. From worst to first, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Sweep it. Yeah, he was great. Worst comment. I think they're back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. I had Michael Cole getting confused. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair tonight. Right. And yeah. then McAfee's like, that's SummerSlam, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> best comment. You're edged light, kid. That was great. Super good. I had Rollins when he said, always have a plan B. Because I like the call back to the shield. That was great. Worst match? Uh, T-Bar and Ali, or Mace and Ali. Uh, T-Bar and Ali. Yeah. I had Alexa versus Dewdrop. Because uh-huh. magic. Super right. slow-mo match. Uh, I had uh, Alexa versus Dewdrop for so- super okay. slow-mo. I had Knox versus Tamina. Mm-hmm. Uh, best match? Orton AJ. Sweep it. Yeah. Worst move? Uh, shooting the missile. That is correct. Yeah. Best move? RKO from the phenomenal forearm. Yep. Yep. Worst moment or segment? Uh, the 24-7 backstage stuff. That was really bad. Uh-huh. I went with Willie's wink. Okay. Wink. wink. And then uh, best moment, and no, you can't pick Baron Corbin's TikTok. I wish you could. <laughs> Edge and Seth. Edge and Seth. Yeah. It was easy. That was it. Right. Yeah. Like Seth was especially for like when they do live via satellite stuff, usually like those segments suck. You know? Right. But Seth was so good. Yeah. He was so good. He really was. So thank at least we had that this week. Yeah. At least we had that. I'm happy with that. Better than no you know, we had one fun. One fun. We had one fun. One fun. It's better than no fun. Yeah. All right, breaking news. So uh, the news of the latest WWE releases broke last Friday while SmackDown was on the air. Uh huh. So people are like, how am I even supposed to get excited for this when people are getting released? But anyways, this is all NXT names. Goodbye to Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, who was re- just like a month ago was the North American champion. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves. Sorry, hold on. Ari Sterling. Who are you? Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Stephen Smith. Who are you? Tyler Rust, Zachariah Smith. Who are you? Asher Hale. Who are you? Giant Zangier. Who are you? And Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. I think Asher Hale had been on 205 Live. Oh, 205 Live? Who are you? He he was signed recently, which is kind of crazy. Also, um, Bronson Reed's nickname in NXT was Colossal, Mm -hmm. and they gave it to Omas. Really? On Raw. And then Bronson Reed retweeted it. He goes, that was fast. Right. Because <laughs> he was just the giant Omos. Yes. Now he's, now he's the colossal Omos. Colossal. Yeah. Yeah. So, more releases and more will come. Good God. When will they just sell it already? Just sell the fucking company. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Also, in an interview with USA Today, John Cena spoke about WWE... Continuing to rely on aging stars, saying the longer they continue to bet on an aging prospect, that makes WWE's future a little bit less stable. Like who? Like you? Is he not an aging prospect? <laughs> Look, or is he just talking about Goldberg? I think he's talking about because at least John Cena can get in the ring and go. He could give you a fifteen, a twenty-minute match. Yeah, Goldberg can give you five at best. And five of a, sh- a shit match. Uh, five horribly shitty mi- minutes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's awful. But I like that he said that. Yeah. You got anything for news? Uh, yeah. 
I did want to. I, I did want to throw this in. Like a lot of people were really upset about Bobby Fish. Yeah, because now you can't really have the Interspeed Era ever come back. You can't. But Bobby Fish is forty-four, and he has been injured a lot. He sure has. He. I would say half of his NXT career, he was injured. Probably more than half. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So I mean. It sucks, but yeah, I I could see that cut coming. I didn't right. see Bronson Reed coming. I mean, you just had a run with him as he was the, just the champ. Yeah, <clears throat> Leon Ruff, meh. Even like Braun Strowman, like Braun Strowman beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. Yeah, like even, like to WWE to Vince, that's significant. Right. And he's like, fuck you. What, uh, anything else? Yeah. So uh, this uh, comes from Twitter. Uh, the uh, Twitter handle is at Hate Yo Kids. Okay. He uh, sent out a tweet talking about his catfish experience. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, someone reached out to him on Facebook uh-huh. Messenger and uh, started messaging him like, hey, handsome, how are you? And so they're, they're talking back and forth. And she, uh, she's like, oh, this is my mother's Facebook account. This isn't my real name, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he's like. Uh, she's like, you want to see a picture of me? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she sends him a picture of Brandy fucking Rhodes. Yeah. Now him being... Brand- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brandy's going to cheat. Hold it. Brandy's cheating on Cody? Confirmed. Yeah. Catfish. Catfish. <laughs> uh, now this guy is actually a wrestling fan. So he says, uh, wow, you are an elite beauty. <laughs> Uh, he's like, can we be best friends? <laughs> and uh, basically, he talks back and forth, and it's like, oh, I'm a single mother. Here's a picture of me and my Dear baby. God. <laughs> yeah, I am a divorced single mother. It's showing Brandy, she uh, pictures of Brandy with the newborn. Yeah. That's too far. That's way too far. And then uh, it's like, oh, here's a picture of me and my ex. It's the fucking People magazine cover. <laughs> And he's like, you liar, you're married. I'm so hurt. Who is this? <laughs> and it's a picture of her and Cody. So I just, I thought that was so fucking funny. Like, of all the pictures to, like, get catfished with, of course a wrestling fan gets one with uh, fucking Brandy Rhodes. <sighs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, also, I'll segue this news into something we'll talk about in rumors. Oh, wait. Actually, I do have... <laughs> okay, go ahead. One more. Uh, so, it was going to be such a cool transition. I know. You were like, know. we'll talk about it in rumors, then I was like, I'll hit it. I'll say it again. So all, right, all right, we'll do it later. All right, so you know how in the past at WrestleMania, they've done like the fan access tour, stuff like that? Yeah. With meet and greets? So they're doing something... Meet and greets and skeets? Meet, greets, and skeets. <laughs> Usually, you get the skeet. Yeah. <laughs> I hug Alexa, and then I skeet. Yeah, exactly. Or Seth Rollins... Hugs you and then he skeets. (laughs) Right, Seth? No. Uh, So they're doing something similar at SummerSlam. Uh, But there are a few restrictions. You have to wear a hazmat suit. (laughs) You have to dress like you're Walter White in Breaking Bad, (laughs) making meth. Uh, Few restrictions. (laughs) Because of COVID. No hugs, handshakes, or physical interaction with any WWE superstars, which also makes sense because there's some cringe ass photos. I hate those photos of some of fans, right? Fucking nerds, but squeezing here's, the life out of poor Alexa Bliss. Here's the kicker on this: 
No personal items can be brought to the event. You get a pre-signed 8x10. So, so, so you can be there, but you might have COVID, so no hugs. But don't bring your poster because your poster has COVID? Yes. <laughs> your pop? Your pop figure your pop has that you COVID. probably brought in a hard stack because you want to put it back in a hard stack so it doesn't get damaged on the way home. So, yeah, uh, they're doing these with uh, Rhea Ripley, Jeff Hardy, Drew McIntyre, Charlotte, uh, AJ Styles, and Omos, The Miz. And uh, it's 150 It's 150 to be like, yeah. Hey, they've gotten more expensive. And they're like, <laughs> Throw it at right. you. Well, like the the high end ones at WrestleMania were like two hundred for like the main event people, right? You know, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I can't justify spending one fifty to have an eight by ten thrown at me while I'm like <laughs> trying to get in a picture with someone. <laughs> yeah. Right? They're yeah. gonna, they're you know what they're gonna use? They're gonna use that fucking uh, fish tank that Michael Cole was in for, <laughs> for a while. Yeah, they're gonna bring that to. Uh, wherever or they just they're doing take this. your picture in front of a green screen. And they're like, <laughs> we'll just Photoshop right. Right. you there. You know. Okay, now hold out your arm like this. <laughs> All right. How would you like to hold Alexa if you could hold Alexa in real life? You fucking creep. Oh, like this, like like this. Like, <laughs> you just put her on my face, just riding my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus. Who is that? One of our pops. They passed out. Yeah. We're talking about Alexa. That right. whole side's going to fall down in a few minutes. Probably. Um, uh, so, yeah. yeah. Just have Alexa bending over and then just like her ass right at Mike Raj here. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. It was Rhonda. She's gone anyway. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, yeah. The other thing I have we'll talk about in rumors because it goes with it. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Rumors! Kevin Owens wins back the Universal title? Maybe! Balor Club to finally get a second member? Too sweet! Brock Lesnar willingly works a full schedule? No chance! Next year's WrestleMania will be in Saudi Arabia? Confirmed! So what do you got? (laughs) Oh, wait, I thought you were gonna... No. Uh, Uh, So apparently the, the NXT cut. Uh-huh. Uh, they are stemming from, reportedly, there's going to be a shit ton of changes yeah. being made to NXT. This is coming from uh, Uncle Dave Meltzer. It's coming from me! Poison! Right. It's coming from me! Uh, it's coming from me! Yeah! Wait, changes? Yeah. So that means Vince... Uh... Oh, hang on a second. I just had an epiphany. I'm going to inject <laughs> a lethal <laughs> dose of... Poison yeah. into NXT. Yeah. So apparently Paul, Triple Levesque. H, and Sean didn't have anything to do with the cuts. It was all Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and John Laurinaitis. Of course. Um, the basic gist is that uh, NXT is going to change in some ways, and the competitors are too small and too old. Mm-hmm. Supposedly during this meeting, it was said, quote, no more midgets and no one starting in their 30s. I wonder who said that. that. (laughs) They want people who can be box office attractions and main characters. Oh, like Keith Lee? Keith Lee's a big guy. What are you doing with him? Uh, Let's see, like Karrion Cross. Oh, you had him lose in a roll-up in his Raw debut match. Uh, Let's see, Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby Roode. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else? Bobby Roode's not a box office attraction. He looks great. Looks like a million bucks. He does. Yeah. I mean, 
The problem is when they go to the fucking main roster. So like, it doesn't matter how big they're going to be on NXT. You're going to bury them. Who's the bigger than Keith Lee? And they buried him so many times. Already. I know. It's insane. Yeah. So I guess Gargano and Champa are next to be future endeavored, right? Right. Well, speaking of Gargano, uh, there is a Twitter account uh, that keeps up with um, the Young Bucks. Uh-huh. It's called the Young Bucks Bio because they always change their bio yes. to match whatever's going on in right. the E. Yes. They change their bio to say, very tall, not in our 30s. <laughs> and Gargano liked that tweet. Nice. So... Kind of interesting there. But yeah, I mean... There were a lot of people online saying that Gargano and Champa ruined NXT. Did you see that shit? Yeah, are you fucking high? It was high? like, you mean the best match they've ever had in the, NXT? The, like, best, the best feud in wrestling feud? since Rock Austin? Like, yeah. Are you Seriously. serious right now? <clears throat> someone someone called Champa and Gargano the greatest wrestling story ever told, which is what I was calling it during the time. Right. I was like, this is the greatest... Every week I'd be like, the greatest wrestling story ever told, so... Yeah. So thank you to that fan. Clearly, they're a patron member. Clearly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what's in store for NXT. God right. help us all. Yeah, seriously. Also, Fightful reported that Bray Wyatt's hiatus had nothing to do with mental health issues, and that Wyatt is 100% able to wrestle. They also say that he was originally going to return to Raw this week, like his he was scheduled to return August 9th on Raw. Wow. To set up SummerSlam, like a SummerSlam match. Right. There's another rumor that said he was going to fight Finn Balor at SummerSlam, like Fiend versus Demon. Like, because oh. they fought a couple years ago. It was Fiend versus just Balor, but then it would be Fiend versus Demon. Right. It's like, and oh, what? that would have been awesome. Well, would it though? Because neither of them could take a loss, really. You can't have Balor lost so many. The Fiend has lost, though. He has. So many times. But after a nine month hiatus almost. Yeah. Well, n- not nine months, but but it would have a six to be. Month hiatus. I mean, we're talking about something that's not happening. But it would have had to have been Balor getting re- like his revenge, you know, as the demon on the fiend for sure. But it's not happening. Uh, Balor has also said he doesn't want to do the fiend anymore. Not the fiend, the demon. The, the demon. Yeah. Well, it's not your choice. <laughs> you schmuck. You you schmuck in here. <laughs> schmuck in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, PW Insider reports that Becky Lynch will be backstage at SummerSlam. Whoa! But won't be on the show. Whoa. So thanks for... Thanks. Then, then why? Then why? <laughs> to yeah. say hi to people? Yeah, to watch her hubby wrestle. Yeah, so Vince can bury her newborn? That's it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally, babies are a problem. <laughs> Just look at my son, Shane. Good God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Any other rumors? Uh, no, that's all I have. All right, then it's time for fan questions. Uh-huh. Ben Van D, how close are we to sucky sucky $5 Corbin? <laughs> wow. Wow. I wish I could say that was the first of uh, the only one of those, but no. Uh, Brennan <laughs> Hill, you'll see. Brennan Hill, I'm in the month of August 2019, and the show is still somewhat decent. I disagree. Yeah. Uh, but dear God, Natalia is straight garbage. I agree. Actually, he put straight garage. But I think he meant garbage. Oh, is that... <laughs> she Josh, is straight Is garage. that Josh's alias patron? It could be. Yeah. Uh, Chris Dibburn, Andrew, I'm sure you know that we share a birthday with Fred Durst. What do you think of his new look? <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, that was like a wig. It was? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was fucking weird. Yeah. But the facial hair was real, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he looked weird. Something like That's that. That's all I gotta say. People were freaking out because Fred Durst brought a fan on the stage and he was wearing a Britt Baker shirt. Uh-huh. And they were like... And, and like the tweet was like, AEW's taking over. Because <laughs> a fan was wearing an AEW shirt at Limp, Bi- Limp Biscuit from right. 1999? Yeah. Good lord. AEW is everywhere. AEW. AEW. Right. The whole crowd roared into a frenzy of <laughs> AEW chants. Yeah. Uh, Tony C, uh, will you have a review of the Suicide Squad movie? As Well, yeah. I mean, basically we kind of did already. Eric did it for us. Yeah. I can't wait to see Spoiler it. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Uh, Joey Montez, not a wrestling question, but Push Fireberry comedies. Hangover, Superbad, and Step Brothers. I think I'd have to re- do it in reverse that order. I'd have push. to push Step Brothers. Yeah. Bury Superbad and Fire Hangover. I would bury Hangover, Fire Superbad. How dare you? I know. God damn it. <laughs> but McLovin. I know, but. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. They're three great movies. <laughs> they really yeah. are. They really are. The Pop- first one, the first, if you said The Hangover 2 or 3, oh, easy fire. Of course. But the first one is, it's really good. Yeah. Pop Culture Junkie is Vince continuously bringing in Goldberg just as a way to keep screwing with Bret Hart since Goldberg is the one who ended Bret's career. Uh, sure, maybe. Okay. That's probably one of the reasons. Right. Paul, Corey Graves said on Raw he would follow Eva Marie to the ends of the earth. Isn't he worried his girlfriend Carmella will be watching Raw? No. No. Why would she watch Raw? Their relationship isn't canon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Adam Wilson, why does WWE feel the need to have every person who talks about Nikki to also say A-S-H, not even Nikki Ash? They say every letter individually. It's obnoxious and serves no purpose to her gimmick. I think the reason why they do it is because Nikki Ash... Sounds too much like too much like Nikki ass, right? Where That's she, why they go? Because she's also A-S-H. wearing like a blue thong over gold tights. Yes, so yes, she is. But when they say almost a superhero, Nikki ash, yeah, that's dumb and redundant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nikki ash, almost a superhero. Yeah, right. Uh, Ryan Hensley, long random post. Uh, but do you guys remember where you sat at WrestleMania 34? I remember. You saying there was a dude dressed as Reigns, and I was sitting one row next to him. Someone was giving him shit after Reigns' loss, and I remember you guys talking about it. I looked behind me and up the stairs, and I could have sworn it was Andrew talking shit to him. Yes, it was, Ryan. Could have been. Well, of course it was, remember? Well, we were in the lower 100s. Yeah. So, like, if you're facing the stage, we were on the left side of the stage. Yeah. And we were close to David Arquette. Took a picture with us. But yeah, that was us. I mean, like, we were totally giving that guy shit. And when Reigns lost, I literally gave him the finger right yeah. to his face. Like yes, because he was a grown man <clears throat> wearing a Roman vest. But he, he, uh, he was a good sport about it, but he it was, was amazing. Yeah. I was just like, fuck you, fuck you. And I was doing the DX chops right to his right. face. It was so good. But yeah, Ryan, you know who, uh, you know, you've, you've known us for a long time. You know what we look like. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the best moment of WrestleMania that year. It was. It really was. <laughs> Robert Enright, Push Fire Barry, the following release due to budget cuts to replace Goldberg at SummerSlam. Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Rusev. I would say that order because Rusev is Miro and he's actually the best part of AEW right now is Miro. Yeah. So I would fire that because he's doing great in AEW. Obviously, I would push Bray Wyatt and and Barry Braun. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Jake Jake Baker with Riddle getting RKO'd. How likely is it that he gets cut next? That's right. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I could see True. it happening. Yeah. Vince will finally see that stupid mushroom tattoo and be like, get the fuck out of here. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Can you change that to a WWE logo? <laughs> right. Uh, Jeremy Shedlock, any updates on the What's Wrong With Wrestling cookbook? <laughs> also, would you be able to post the soundboard clips as a Patreon exclusive so we could download them? Uh, I could probably do that. Uh, yeah, the cookbook, that, that'll probably yeah. eventually happen. That's, that's a long way. Like away, if you get say. a text from an unknown number, it's, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, Jaden Theod- Theodore, are we witnessing the death of NXT as we know it? Personally, I think it died when it went on the USA Network. Uh, well. Yeah, no more midgets, no one over 30. I'm pretty sure was the wording they used. Yeah, that's what the rumors say. Stacey Moore, I wonder if Vince is trying to put AEW out by releasing a ton of talent for them to sign too many people and go over budget on contracts. Well, like there's, bad. there's a rumor that Vince and Adam Cole had a meeting before yes. SmackDown. Yes. So, I mean, maybe they had to free up some budget to keep Adam Cole. So <laughs> they had to fire a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Hans Moment Hart, you all get your own spinoff podcast with weekly episodes. What are the themes slash topics? Ooh. Dibs on Simpsons. <laughs> well, Hans the Moment Hart. Uh, I mean, look, the movie... TV podcast is coming, so I'm not going to say that. Uh huh. I would say video games. Yeah. I don't know if I was to do a third podcast. Jason Claver, Push Fire Barry, hypothetical WWE tag teams. Jake and Logan Paul. Uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Okay. And then Josh and Slamilton. Push that, because I could carry our team to win tag team gold. Yeah, fire then, the Paul brothers. Yeah, and then Barry, Walter White, and Pinkman. Minister of Sinister, where the fuck is Asuka? <laughs> right. Where's a lot of people? Don't know. Yeah. No clue. Kyle Fox, and I don't know if you guys saw the report regarding championship contender matches, but apparently saying non-title is now on Vince's banned words list. Because that's not surprising. Of course. Yeah. Because if it's a non-title match, that sounds like, oh, that's shitty. But if it's a, you say championship contender, what? then you trick the audience into thinking it's important Ooh. when it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Jacking off there, Vince? Yeah. Yeah. Zaheen Rahman, can you name one combination of matches we haven't seen yet with the current Raw roster? Oh, I got it. Riddle versus Rhea Ripley. We haven't, I think that's the only one. I think that's the only one. Riddle versus Goldberg. <laughs> that's go. what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy Piccone is Baron Corbin the best thing on the main roster right now. He's certainly the best thing on WWE's TikTok. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Scooter, how long until Corbin is blowing dudes for money in a bus station bathroom? Wow. That's another one. Angelo Boniello. You going to change his name to Blowing Corbin? Yeah. Blowing Corbin. <laughs> Angelo Boniello says, uh, to answer Jimmy Scooter's question, I owe Corbin 350 Oh, God. Bust a nut. $3.50. Wow. That was a, it's not bad. That's a cheap blowjob. Yeah. Mr. Slapnuts, push fire berry ideas that Vince, that made Vince declare. I'm a genius! Making all matches two out of three falls. Oh, God. Uh, two years ago. Uh, renaming the War Raiders the Viking Raiders or having a feud against God himself. Push that. Oof. I mean, it's all bad. Push that. Fire two out of three falls matches and yeah. bury Viking Raiders. 
Sure. Stone Cold Savage, you get to resurrect one wrestler from the dead, and they're at their prime, and you get to push them on Raw next Monday. Who are you bringing back? Crash fucking Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Brings the prestige back to the 24-7 title. Oh, my God. I mean, we've, anyone we've had this... bring back from the dead, it's... what are they? They're going to be fucking... Yeah, that's true. Buried. But Macho Man. We've, we've been asked this question before. Yeah. And Stone Cold Savage, we're bringing back Randy Savage. Yeah, we are. It's always been that. Yeah, I can't wait for him to be uh, fighting Sheamus at SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. For the, for the United States title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would never be champion nowadays. No. This is be like, you can't understand him. He's, he's, no, he's stupid. <laughs> Mark Carver, which episodes of Edge and Christian's podcast are you on? Uh, like a lot of them. Yeah. Like, the first few, they did the impression contest, like, the second week of the show. Right. And that was, like, a few weeks. So every week, all those weeks. Then Bobby Roode's episode, I did his song uh-huh. with, like, ten Stone Cold singing Glorious yeah. together. <laughs> that so good. That might have been my favorite one. Yeah. Then Shawn Michaels and Mankind were on. I did their theme songs. I did Mike and Maria Kanellis' theme song. Um, I did a bunch I forget the other ones, but yeah. I mean, it was all around the same time period. Right. So around all those episodes, yeah, you'll find me in the middle of those shows somewhere. Usually introducing their guests. <laughs> so Good times. Good times. Edge still is us a fucking interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bake the Cake Roberts. Can you think of another time when the WWE Championship was so devalued and had so few viable contenders? <sighs> Probably when uh, Mahal was champion. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> When Jinder Mahal at it? Yeah. Dan Hankinson, I'm uh, revisiting older episodes of yours from several years ago, and it's crazy. The similarities compared with today, like horrible booking and one of the Usos being in breaking news for DUI. Yeah. yeah. Crazy how history repeats itself. And I'm sure shortly after back then, they get the tag titles as well. Uh, they did. Yeah. No, like they actually did. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Get DUI, get tag titles. Yep. Well, there you have it. Those are the fan questions. Thank you very much. Yeah. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. Check out our website, whatswrongwithwrestling.com. Like the show on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Wrong Wrestling. Get a t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash whatswrongwithwrestling for only $19.99. If you're going to SummerSlam, you want to look cool. Yeah. You want to spoil the main event? Kick out, spear, pin, repeat? Boom. ProWrestlingTees.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling. Yeah. And become a supporter of the show at Patreon.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling. $5 a month gets you everything. We'll be doing the SummerSlam recap. It's the only way to see it. Yeah. So. And it's fun. <clears throat> and cool. Oh, it's so fun. And there's so much content on there. All the brackets. All the brackets. Go check out the brackets. Movie recaps. Yep. Classic episodes of Raw and SmackDown. Those are always good. Uh, what else? Uh, NXT and AW weekly yeah. recaps. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Look at all that content. We'll see you there. Yeah. Right now. And then I'm going to wait till you join. Okay. Me too. Excuse me.
Just a troll. What's wrong with wrestling? 